Welcome to Rick's Rock Shop, your blast off to the weekend. For the next two hours, we're going to play psychobilly, cowpunk, rockabilly, surf, and all sorts of rock and roll. So loosen your tie, ditch the tool belt, turn off the work text, and turn up the volume. Because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine I say you look so fine that I really want to make you mine Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks Now you don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? Big black boots, long brown hair She's so sweet with her Gonna be my girl It's a one, two, three Take my hand and come with me Because you look so fine That I really wanna make you mine I say you look so fine That I really wanna make you mine Four, five, six Come on and get your kicks Now you don't need money With a face like that, do ya? Said, are you gonna be my girl?
Hey, welcome to Rick's Rock Shop. It's great to be back. I'm glad you're here with me. It's the start of the weekend. I love being the person who gets to usher in the weekend here Friday afternoon. I hope you're either done with work or on your way home and you got me on and you're getting ready to go out and have some fun. Um, had a great week. I hope you had a great week. And uh, again, I hope you have a great weekend ahead of you and I can be part of part of the start of it. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, today's birthdays. I usually talk, uh, I usually mention today's birthdays. Not not too many today uh, that jump out at me. Uh, Robert Pattinson from the Twilight series and the latest Batman movie is 36. He's still a youngster. Stevie Wonder is 72. That that really didn't surprise me. I thought I actually thought he'd be a little older. And uh, Richie Valens is uh, he was born in 1941. Uh, I talked about Richie Valens last week. I had my Cinco de Mayo show and I was playing all uh, Mexican and Mexican American artists. And he was a a pioneer in early rock and roll. And uh, sadly, he died in the plane crash with Buddy Holly and with the Big Bopper and um, the pilot. And there were some other people on the airplane. And he was only 17, which which is just tragic. Um, Today is Friday the 13th. I don't know if you're superstitious or not. I I really am not. Uh, it's funny because I have OCD and, OCD and I do all these weird OCD things. But on the other hand, I'm not superstitious. So I don't know how my brain is wired. Uh, to me, Friday the 13th, is, it's kind of cool, but it's, it's, it's another day. But, you know, what can you do with Friday the 13th? I recommend a horror movie. I'm a horror movie freak. And before I came in, I thought, you know, I can't just say watch a horror movie without giving some recommendations. And so um, I just got a piece of paper and a, and, and a pencil and I wrote down some recommendations. I thought I'd share them with you. Uh, these are a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, the first one, it's called Alive. But if you look it up, it's, it's written hashtag Alive. It's a Korean zombie film. It's currently on Netflix. It was made last year. And it kind of follows a slacker uh, around um, as he realizes the zombie apocalypse is coming and he's, and he's stuck in his apartment. Um, there's a, a movie that I just can't recommend enough. It's called One Cut of the Dead. It's another zombie movie. I'm a zombie freak. And uh, it's from Japan. It's from 2017. It's a very low-budget movie, which actually works for zombie movies. And it's just one of the most creative films I've ever seen and I can't really say much about it without giving it away so I'm just going to leave it at that uh, one cut of the dead and I believe you can find that on uh, YouTube well actually I'm not sure where you can find that where did I find it just search for it on, on your uh, on your television uh, Ravenous uh, another zombie movie from Canada 2017 it's from French French Canadian uh, you'll do some reading of subtitles actually all the first three of these are all uh subtitle movies I, d I don't mind subtitles they don't bother me at all um and i much prefer reading subtitles than listen to to them dubbed dub just doesn't work for me at all um and so it's 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 a really cool movie again i, I don't, I don't want to give any of these things away um i like just watching the movies for for what they are but it, it's an interesting take on the whole zombie thing um and then there's a movie from spain called wreck as in record rec and it's sequel Wreck 2. And then there's a Wreck 3, 4, et cetera, et cetera. After 2, just forget about it. But 1 and 2 are incredible. They're some of the, the scariest movies I've ever seen. Wreck 1, I, I just can't, um, can't recommend enough. It takes place in this very old uh, apartment building in Spain. And there is a, 
there's an outbreak of a like a, a disease that turns people um, into you know savages, and um, just just a fantastic movie. Uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, which is on Amazon Prime, 2020, kind of a, a modern take on the whole werewolf thing. Uh, but it was it was it, it's it's a good it's a good horror movie if you like horror movie if you like ho- humor mixed in with your horror movies, which I I love. I love to have humor in them, and this fits the bill. And then there's a movie on Netflix called His House, and it takes place in uh, Great Britain. Great Britain. Take a sip of water here. Mm. And it's an immigrant family that comes in, and how they're how they're treated, and the the place they end up living, and then they start seeing ghosts, and um, a, another just terrific movie. So there was a big sidetrack there. Uh, I could recommend horror movies all day. So it's also besides being Friday the Thirteenth, it's also National Apple Pie Day. Uh, I don't know why National Apple Pie Day is in May. Uh, because apples are harvested in the fall, so that makes no sense to me. But I love apple pie. If you can find a good apple pie today, go for it. It's also National Blame Someone Else Day. Uh, I, I feel like every day is National Blame Someone Else Day. If you want to blame me for something, I'll, I'm happy to take it on. You know, give it to me. Get your get 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 those frustrating things off your chest and 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 you know, blame it on me. Uh, you can call me at Abrews Listener Line six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three, or you can text me your your blame at six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. So um, the opening song was uh, the band Jet and Are You Gonna Be My Girl. That was a that was a big hit. They released that back in two thousand three. It's from their album Get Born. Uh, I would imagine most of you have heard that song. Uh, like I said, it, w- it, it was a pretty good size hit. And um, now I'm going to move on to some rockabilly. We're going to go to the Reverend Horton Heat, a a show favorite, and um, Beer 30. It's time. Beer 30.
listening to Rick's Rock Shop on Wave Radio Boston, in case you've stumbled upon this and are wondering what you're hearing. Uh, the last song was uh, the band Surf Toronios and Obduxion. That was a band that I played last week on my Cinco de Mayo show, Surf Band. That is um, from their 2019 album Transmission of Venus, and they are on Surf Quickie Records. Uh, guys, I, I've been I've been mailing, emailing back and forth with Mike Surf of Surf Quickie Records, and he supplied some of the music you heard last week on the Cinco de Mayo show. Great guy. Uh, before that was the the 13th floor elevators, and you're gonna miss me. Uh, that was recorded. Um, that that re- that that was a single, and it reached uh, 55 on the Billboard charts. Um, yeah, it wasn't number one, but 55 is not bad. It's pretty respectable. And that was uh, from 1966. Uh, the 13th Floor Elevators were Rocky Erickson's band. Um, if, if you've been listening from week to week, you know I, I like to play Rocky Erickson. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. 
Uh, 13th floor elevators are interesting. They're the only band I know of that had an electric jug player in the band. That's what the guy did. He was an electric jug player. So I said, that's the only band I know of. Um, Kevin texted me a moment ago, so I know he's listening. He's the one that, that called me out on Texas being the only state. He, he straightened me out on that, that, that California was a state for 25 days. I mean, a country. I said Texas was the only state that was its own country. And then Kevin sent a text to me and said California was its own country for 25 days. So Kevin's probably looking right now to see if there's ever been another rock band that had an electric jug player in it. Um, I was uh, I was laughing when I was listening to that because I was thinking of the, uh, you know, the, the Blue Oyster Cult Saturday Night Live skit. And um, I got a fever and the only prescription is more electric jug. So the Elevators were the first band to refer to their music as psychedelic rock. A little trivia. And uh, the first known use of the term psychedelic rock was on their business cards that they had in 1966. Uh, so it goes, goes back to, uh, yeah, goes back to the mid-60s. We started with Reverend Horton Heat and Beer 30 from 1993's The Full Custom Gospel Sounds. Uh, I don't know when the term Beer 30 started. I know people say that a lot nowadays. You know, it's like, oh, it must be Beer 30 or um, something to that extent. So this song is uh, 1993, so about 30 years old. I, I don't think he was the first person to do it, though. Um, I think there was uh, a country song that preceded him that had the, uh, the message that it was Beer 30 and it was time to, time to party. And let's keep the party going. Let's have some more music.
to do a read at the end of the last break and uh, when I went to do it I turned uh, to the table at my left and it looked like an episode of Hoarders uh, it was clean when I came in and somehow I've managed to put what's over there got my phone my reading glasses uh, PBR tall boy bottle of water random note cards spread about um, there's a binder here that tells me what to do in case everything blows up and today's show printed out with notes all over it it's a mess so anyways, I found the read that I was going to do, and I'll do it for you now. Are you interested in having your own show on Wave Radio Boston? Whether you broadcast from our greater Boston studio, your own home, or somewhere in between, we want to help you make your show a reality. Just send an email to sharetheair at waveradioboston.com, and we'll help you share the air with us. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. And I should mention, uh, as I'm saying that, we have three new shows that are on the horizon. Uh, we're, we're adding a show called Jump the House, spelled with a Z, uh, Power to the Pops, and S- Sunday Sampler. So three new shows to look forward to. I'm really excited, and I can't wait to meet these guys, uh, guys and gals. I haven't, I haven't met them yet. So very cool, very, very um, good things in the works. We started that set with the Plimsolls and their song A Million Miles Away. That was a hit single that reached number 11 on Billboard in 1982. It was featured in the 1983 movie Valley Girl, 
Uh, that movie is noted for starring Nicolas Cage when he was 19 years old. I, I Googled it. He's, he's actually my age. He's, he and I are the same age. He's, uh, I think, a month younger than I am. So, pretty cool. Um, after that, we had the Bottle Rockets and uh, Indianapolis from 1997's 24 Hours a Day. A song that's, I don't know if you were listening to the words or not, um, but it's a song that's unlikely to be used by the Indiana Office of Tourism. He talks about being stuck in Indianapolis. He says, if I ever leave here, I hope never to return. Kind of made me think of um, the old comedian W.C. Fields. And uh, when he was asked about uh, what he wanted on his tombstone, he said, I'd rather be in Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia, Indianapolis. Uh, I've been to Philadelphia. Philadelphia was pretty cool. I've never been to Indianapolis. I don't know that I ever will be. And then the one line in that song that I really appreciated was, um, I'll puke if that jukebox plays John Cougar one more time. Um, I lived through the 80s. Uh, John Cougar for a while was omnipresent. You, you couldn't get away from him. And, you know, Jack and Diane's a good song, but if I never hear it again for the rest of my life, I'll be perfectly happy with that. Um, we finished the set with a rockabilly band called The Creep Show and their song, uh, Dusk Till Dawn from 2010's They All Fall Down. So our Abrews listener line number again is 617-829-9283 and the text line is 617-764-9283. Now a song from one of the most important early garage back bands of the 1960s. of Uncle Sam's deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess my good loving done lost its appeal. Because when I come back, I heard the bad, bad news. They say our big romance has been getting abused. I'll tell my truth. Don't lie to me. Step, 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 step it on me I got ways of finding out And even step it on me But do me dirt I'll give you a piece of my mind I told you once, I told you twice Stop your cut around the ass, I'll put you on ass I'm telling you, baby, what I want you to do Stop your messing around, I'm gonna step on you One and only man Well I'm going to your dad And give him back your hand Yeah Then I'll call the preacher Tell the choir stay home <laughs> I guess you're the kind of woman That's just bound around I'll tell my truth Now don't lie to me have you been step, 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 step it on me? Tell the truth, child. You've been stepping on me. I gotta know in my heart. You've been stepping on me. I've been checking with all your friends. You've been stepping on me. They'll tell me the truth, honey. You've been stepping on me. Yeah, I don't check. And I'm gonna start stepping out on you. You've been all fucking around town a little bit wagging yours and seeing all them cats. The preacher saw the husband. Been stepping out with a cobbler. Yeah, I know, you've been, been doing all the nightclubs in town. I ain't seen a woman in 69 years, and I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, I gotta finish stubbing that army. I'm gonna send you away to the waves. And I gotta get some good, good loving. And I've been away too long. 
miss the way radio used to be? So do we. We're Wave Radio Boston. Bunga. Hey, that was Austin, Texas surf revival band, The Surfinks and Action Reef. That's from their 2008 album, Three Mexicans from South Texas. Before that were the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club and Whatever Happened to My Rock and Roll from 2001's album, BRMC. And we started the set with Paul Revere and the Raiders and their song, Steppin' Out, from 1966. Uh, they are one of the earliest and most influential garage rock bands. They were one of the first bands out of that era to you know, really have um, grit and grime and dirt uh, in, in their vocals and in the playing and, and to not be all sugary. And uh, they, they ushered in a whole lot of other bands who came, came after them and said, you know, we're not just going to play all the, all the bubblegum pop. We're going we're gonna, to um, make it rock. We're going to get it dirty. So, you know, we try to... Uh, I like, I like the show to be upbeat, happy, fun. Um, as I say, you know, I, I like to think that I launch into the weekend, but I'm going to talk about something serious for a minute. I usually don't do this, but I feel like this is important enough that, that I should. And uh, so please bear with me. Um, there was a, a, a rock artist this week, uh, Trevor Sternad, and I'm sure Mike's going to be talking about this on the takeover later tonight at 7 o'clock. And he was uh, from a metal band called The Black Dahlia Murder. And he died uh, a few days ago. He died on Wednesday at age 41, so two days ago. So the cause of death hasn't been verified yet, but his bandmates included the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number on their social media posts confirming his death. Uh, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Um, one of the reasons why I decided to talk about this, I know this isn't a metal show, but you know we, we've seen artists and, and, and people do things like this I, it, again it's not been verified that this is what happened but um he he it was well known that he was struggling with a, a number of different issues and he was um yeah i'll i'll leave it at that i i don't know the situation well enough to comment beyond that 
but May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, my family and friends uh, know about my own personal struggles with uh, mental health issues. It's, uh, it, it's, been, it's been pretty tough at times. It's included hospitalizations. I'm not going to go any deeper than that. But it, it's, it's been tough, and they've all been so awesome, and I, I love them all so much for the support that they've given me. Um, but I'm saying this because I urge you that if you are, if you are struggling, um, if you're suffering, uh, please don't do it in silence. Um, you know, talk to your loved ones, talk to friends, talk to family. You'll be surprised at how they, they, they react. Um, so ask for help and share your concerns. And, um, you know, I found that when I, when I finally opened up to people about it, because I kept it secret for a long time, um, people, people were just uh, terrific about it. And sadly, I found a lot of people saying, I've struggled. My mother has, my father, my brother, my sister, my cousin, uh, my roommate from college. Um, and, you know, it, it was a weird feeling because I hated to hear that anybody else was having problems. But at the same time, it made me realize that I wasn't alone because for a while there, I thought it was just me. Um, but it's, it's not just me. Um, I am looking at some uh, numbers here from the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And these are figures from 2020. And it says that um, one in five uh, adults in the U.S. Uh, have experienced a mental illness. And one in 20 have experienced a serious mental illness. Now, it doesn't define what serious is, but I'm imagining, um, you know, something involving long-term care, a long-term diagnosis, uh, perhaps hospitalizations, um, perhaps, uh, you know, disability, not being able to return to work, things like that. Um, and it says, in 2020, 12-plus million Americans had serious thoughts of suicide, which, it, you know, is just heartbreaking. And then... You combine that with um, the fact that we were going through a pandemic, which we're still not out of, and the pandemic just um, magnified the impact of of uh, mental health isu issues. And and so, if you if you felt you know ten years ago, twenty years ago, that you didn't have these issues, and you're wondering why am I having them now, you know these these are tough times. And living for two years in isolation is is very difficult. And if you're suffering from a mental health issue and you're afraid to say anything to anybody because you're thinking that you're not tough enough, you're not strong enough, why can't you just get over it? Don't, don't think that way. Um, you know, obviously, if you could get over it, you would. Um, I'm sure you're not enjoying it. <laughs> Believe me, I tried very hard when I had, when I was dealing with my issues, and, and like I said, I still am, to, to get over it. And... Um, you know, if you had a, a friend or family member that was struggling with a disease, like say for instance, cancer or something like that, you wouldn't tell them, just get over it. Uh, and, and if you're thinking, oh man, you can't compare this to cancer, uh, mental health issues, they're fatal, people die. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to compare the two, uh, they're, they're completely different, but the point I'm trying to make is if you are struggling with these issues, if you have mental health problems, it's not your fault. It's not, a, it's not weakness of character. It's not that there's something wrong with you. It's you're sick. You have an illness. You have an illness like if you had diabetes or the flu or cancer or something else. So don't blame yourself. What, what, you, what you need to do is tell your doctor. 
tell your primary care physician. Let them know what's going on. Call them, text them. Y if you have an online message system, do that. And um, because they need to know, and, and they know how to handle this. They know, they know what the next steps would be. Uh, and they can help evaluate where you're currently at. Um, I want to give the number uh, again that there was from the, the post from the band Black Dahlia Murder. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1 800 2. Sorry. Getting a little, <laughs> getting a little emotional <laughs> here. Um, 1-800-273-8255 and um, the, national, the, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, they also have a phone number uh, that you can call. It's their helpline and it's 1-800-950-6264. And the most important number to remember is if you are in a crisis situation, you need to dial 911. First responders are are trained to deal with this. Um, we don't want anybody doing anything drastic. Um, we don't want anybody taking any short-term solutions, long-term solutions to short-term problems. You will get better. Get, he get help, talk to people. Um, but like I said, if you're in a crisis situation, please call 911 right away. Drop what you're doing. Um, and again, you're not alone. This is not your fault. Uh, I Got to give myself another second here. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I may not know you, but I've been where you're at, and um, it, it, my my empathy goes out to you. And uh, you know, I I wish you were here in person so I could give you a big hug. But um, just just to wrap this up because I know I'm rambling now. Uh, don't suffer in silence, and don't feel like you have to ride this out. Uh, talk to your loved ones, call your doctor, get help.
John Anthony from the First Wave. Join me, Pete, and Becca every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern for an old-school morning show in the evening. Some of the things you'll hear on the First Wave include musicians talking about their craft, live musical performances, music news, and more. You'll always hear the best rock music, including independent bands, every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. So join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with the First Wave on Wave Radio Boston. Monday morning feels so bad Everybody seems to nag me Coming Tuesday I feel better Even my old man looks good Wednesday just don't go 
What a great song. I, that song is just awesome. I love it. That's the Easy Beats, uh, Friday on My Mind. I think that could be a theme song for the show. Uh, we have Action Packed by Johnny Dollar that is the official uh, theme song, but I don't know why we can't have two. Um, that song was from 1965. They are from Sydney, Australia. That's an Australian band. And uh, when they were at their peak back in the 60s, they rivaled uh, the Beatles uh, in popularity in Australia. So there, there was Easy Beat Mania. Um, and, and one little interesting piece of trivia from the band, the Easy Beats, uh, the rhythm guitarist, his name was George Young. And if that sounds familiar at all, his brothers were Angus and Malcolm Young the, from ACDC. So very musical family. Uh, before that, we had, who did we have before that? We had Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, their song, The Nail, from uh, 2017 album Sidelong. And we started the set with the Blonde Bomber, Ronnie Dawson, and Monkey Beat Club. That's from a live album, uh, the Carnegie Hall Tour Live. I wanted to give the numbers out again. Uh, the Abrews listener line is 617-829-9283 if you want to call me, if you have something to talk about. And the text line is 617-764-9283. So, like our Facebook page at Wave Radio Boston Rocks, you'll get show announcements, polls, and maybe some behind-the-scenes content that you can't get anywhere else. You can even make song requests. Try that with any FM station. All this can be yours by liking Wave Radio Boston Rocks on Facebook. Join the real radio revolution and say F you to FM with Wave Radio Boston. And I have to add that I am now on Instagram. I've been on Facebook for a couple of months now, and I would love it if you'd visit my Facebook page, Rick's Rock Shop. You can also get to it from the Wave Radio Boston Facebook page. Uh, visit my page, click like. I would love it. That would help me. And um, go to Instagram. I'm on Instagram, also Rick's Rock Shop. So let's get back to the music. Here we go.
Have you seen Memphis? Lena? My advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button! Wave Radio Boston. Internet radio for the cassette generation.
forgetting that I can't be your stud spider no more Cause a black widow don't got on me I have searched for a long time Trying to find some satisfaction I have known some lovely ladies in my time But they only give me a mild reaction Oh, I feel into your will And you love me all through the night Oh, you got me under your spell And you bring me up to unbelievable heights I don't want to be A stud spattered no more Cause a black widow done got on me All my frustrations And you satisfy all my desires When I'm all with aggravation You come to me, baby Oh, you light all my fires Oh, I don't want to be A stud spattered no more Cause a black widow done got on me Battle You put 
Put your web on my head I don't want to be Your stuff spider <laughs> Cause a black widow Don't got on me, y'all If I could be half as cool as Tony Joe White, I'd be too cool for my own good. That guy, wow. Um, I hear so many things when I listen to him. I hear the Louisiana swamp rock of Creedence Clearwater Revival. I hear some of the vocal stylings of Elvis. I hear that that mellow uh, baritone, the low notes, and and the way he he speaks some of his some of his lines as opposed to singing them like that speak singing and I, and I think of Barry White and um, Tony Joe White he goes way back um, he was a contemporary of Elvis and uh, he actually just um, just passed away in 2017 he he um, lived a long rich life and he performed uh, for decades but um, I think he was one of those people that's kind of one of a kind and um, you know it, if he his biggest song was Polk Salad Annie and uh, actually Elvis covered it and had a bigger hit with it because he was Elvis but um, Tony Joe White if you're ever playing around listening to music and, and you're looking for something to listen to and you haven't really listened to him before I, I highly recommend him um, that song was called Stud Spider and that was from a compilation album that I, I picked up called Country Funk 1969 to 1975 I'm sure it's also on one of his on one of his albums, but I, I don't know which one. Uh, but uh, the Country Funk album is fantastic, and I've been playing songs from it on the show here. I don't know if it exactly fits in my in my list of genres: the rockabilly and surf and garage rock and cowpunk. But I don't really care because it's just so cool and excuse me and so good that I'm going to play it anyways. Uh, and that's the great thing about having your own show on Wave Radio Boston: you can pretty much do whatever you want. Before that was Social Distortion and I Was Wrong from their 1996 album White Light, White Heat, White Trash. And we started the set with The Atomic Mosquitoes and their song Manchester, England. That's a single of theirs from 2009. Uh, little, little bio information on The Atomic Mosquitoes. They were originally from Fairfax, Virginia, but uh, they found themselves in Three Mile Island and they were doing what mosquitoes do naturally and they ended up getting some contaminated blood. They mutated and since that day they've had this overwhelming urge desire to play surf music and uh, that's why they play surf music they had never heard of it before they 
they bit whoever they bit that that had been exposed to Three Mile Island. Um, I mentioned earlier that uh, the 13th floor elevators has a listed electric jug player in their band. One of the five members of the Atomic Mosquitoes plays the theremin. And he doesn't play anything else. He doesn't play bass and theremin. He doesn't play guitar and then play theremin like Jimmy Page did in Led Zeppelin. Um, the guy is the theremin player, and that's it. Um, so I received a text uh, from Pete. Uh, Pete pointed out that uh, I, I played the Easy Beats in the previous set, and I mentioned that George Young, the rhythm guitarist in the Easy Beats, was brothers with Malcolm and Angus Young from ACDC. And Pete let me know that George Young and Harry Vonda from the Easy Beats produced the first um, the first five ACDC albums. We weren't sure on the number, uh, so I just looked here, and Rolling Stone magazine on my phone tells me that they produced the first five ACDC albums. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's get back into the music. What do we have next? Let me see if I can. Oh, one of one of the rock shop's favorite artists. One of the, one of the station's favorite artists, to be honest, Alice Cooper.
Call us at 617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
Fire from Tiger Army. <clears throat> that was from their uh, 20, 2004 album, Tiger Army 3, Ghost Tigers Rise. Tiger Army is an interesting band. They've got um, almost K-pop level intensity fans. Their fans are fanatics. Um, and their fans are, <clears throat> it's very, very heavily based towards the ladies. Uh, the lead singer uh, guitar player. It's a typical rockabilly band in a sense. They have a drummer, they have the stand-up bass, and then they have the dude in front or the lady in front um, singing and playing guitar. And uh, the, the singer for Tiger Army is Nick 13. He's a good-looking guy. If I leaned that way, I could see having a Nick 13 uh, poster on my wall. Sure, why not? And um, his fans just love him. And if you see pictures of a Tiger 13 concert uh, when they show the audience it's 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 very female dominated it, it looks like a Beatles concert you know mid 1960s uh, but they're they're a good band I just you know I don't know anything about producing albums or mixing them um, but I I, I kind of want to mix one of their albums you know somebody teaching me how to do it and I, I go in to do it because I, I feel like sometimes his voice even though he's the star of the band I feel like his voice is often buried a little in the mix and I'd like to hear it a little louder and he has a, an annoying habit of he's he's not an enunciator and uh, he kind of you know kind of mumbles a little bit through what he's singing um, so I love the band don't get me wrong I think they're I think they're great and they're a huge rockabilly rockabilly slash psychabilly band very popular I'm not dissing on them or anything it's just uh, <clears throat> I wish he would enunciate a little more, and I wish they would turn him up a little bit. <laughs> I'm nitpicking. 
So who did we have before that? Before them, we had the Surfer Jets. That was their cover of Train Kept a Rollin'. Uh, it's a song that's been covered by a whole bunch of people, including uh, Johnny Burnett, the Yardbirds, and Aerosmith. You're probably familiar with Aerosmith's version. Uh, I'm also very familiar with the Yardbirds version. I don't know the Johnny Burnett version very well. We've had him on the show before, and we're going to have him again. He, he goes back to the 50s. Tremendous artist. So we'll get him, we'll get him back. It was written by a jazz and R&B artist named uh, Tiny Bradshaw. And he had the first recording of it back in 1951. But that's not the that's not the famous one. And it's also an interesting song because, as people have been covering it uh, over the years, they've really changed it quite significantly. Each each subsequent artist that covers it doesn't play it the way the previous artists play it. They kind of add their own twist to it. So if you if you go back and listen to various versions of Train Kept a Rolling, it's really quite uh, interesting how how different they are from each other. That version, you know, there we had uh, the Surfer Jets. Uh, they're an all-female uh, surf rock group, um, like like Rockabilly, three members. And uh, I just love their twist on it, and I love the sound of it. Uh, and, um, you know, I play a lot of garage rock, and garage rock's known for not being very well produced intentionally or being having rough produ- production values. Uh, but the production on that, and I like that. It works for the music. The production on that Surfer Jet song, Train Kept a Rollin', is so crystal clear. It's it's immaculate. I don't know who produced that, but they just hit it out of the park. Fantastic. Um, and we started with, uh, you know, one of, one of the staples of the show, Alice Cooper and Under My Wheels. What can you say about Alice Cooper uh, that hasn't already been said? So... Given the, I'm going to give the numbers here one one last time. I got about a half hour to go. Uh, I'll probably go a little over. Uh, Abrus listener line is six one seven eight two nine nine two eight three, and the text line is six one seven seven six four nine two eight three. So now I got a song coming up, and uh, this is a band I haven't played for a few weeks. Uh, actually, I think it's been longer than a few weeks, and um, it, it's a shame. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how they slipped through the cracks, because this band I've gotten more feedback from than any other band I've played. Every time I play these guys, I get lots of uh, people telling me, that was really good, what was that, who are they, blah, blah, blah. And so it's it's overdue, it's about time. Here are Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, and you'll recognize the song. Older than the trees 
radio station in the world. In the world. Is right here. Right now. Hey folks, we want to hear from you. Reach out on Facebook and Twitter at Wave Radio Boston. Matt Curtis and DuckTail. That was originally done by Joe Clay in 1956. You know, I wrestled with uh, whether or not to play Joe Clay's version or not, because Joe Clay is a hero of mine. He's awesome. But I have a whole bunch of songs to play from him, and they'll be coming up in the weeks ahead. Uh, so you have that to look forward to, although you're probably thinking, ah, I never heard of Joe Clay, and he wants me to look forward to it. But trust me, it's good stuff. Uh, before that, we had Coco Coma and Premonition. Uh, they're a Chicago band. They call themselves Bash and Crash Pop Trio. It's from their 2007 self-titled album. Uh, and uh, we started with uh, Messer Chups and Stampede. Messer Chups is a surf band. Uh, they, I got that off of their Best of Spookorama album. Uh, I, I was wondering about the name. It's, a, it's kind of an odd name, Messer Chups. What the heck does that mean? And uh, Messer is German for knife. And Chups is uh, Spanish lollipop. And... They, they say that's where they got the name from. It's uh, why they picked that, I don't know. 
but uh, if you have a lead singer named Zombirella, who knows what you're going to come up with for the name of your band. And actually, we didn't start with them. We started with Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. That was Country Roads, made popular by John Denver. And um, that's from their album, Have Another Ball. And so we're at that point in the show where we've got about 20 minutes, 25 minutes to go, where um, Mike Lachance comes in to get ready for his show at 7 o'clock. So he's here. Hello. I've grabbed him and put him on the air. Yeah, why not? So what's up, Mike? Oh, you know, it's just Friday. Good? <laughs> just Friday. That's it. It's just a Friday. Just evening. a Friday. Yeah. Great uh, show, though. Great thank show. you. Thanks, man. We were I appreciate it. There, just how just the week has been kind of shitty and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Just, just the mood shift and the and the moons and the I don't yeah, know what it is, but yeah. It's a weird. Plus the um, you know the the, the death of uh, oh. Trevor Strand of uh, yeah. Black Dahlia Murder. That, that's kind of a that really hit home. That that's a big one. Yes, that's a. I mean, I don't know if you if you mention it at all. I'm gonna play some stuff. Play the um, you know how we honor someone who dies is just you you play their stuff because right. you move on. But right, you know, I, I'll mention on my show too at seven o'clock on the takeover. By the way. <laughs> um, I'm actually lucky enough to have had connections doing my show, mm-hmm. and one of the connections I have is actually with his girlfriend. Oh, fan- so oh we wow! Were, I so was we going to say fantastic. That would have been inappropriate. We, <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> wow! So awesome. we we uh, we we've, we've just online, just like on, yeah, you know, follow yeah. to an Instagram and Facebook stuff like that. And he actually um, has has put a couple posts about me. Just oh. kind of like commenting on something something yeah. I did. Yeah. He's heard the show, which is kind of cool. Oh, so that's it nice. is kind of sad. I mean, it's yeah. it just sucks and. You know, the band released a statement and just saying that the, uh, not bringing the mood down, but figured you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, the band released a statement saying that, you know, it, you know he's, he's gone. And yeah. at the end, they put a suicide hotline. So yes. I think yes. that's kind of what we're going to lean towards, yeah. and which which sucks. But you know what? Puts perspective, man. Enjoy enjoy the music today yeah. because tomorrow could be off. You know, Mike, uh, you and I, we don't always catch each other's shows. The whole thing's live. Um, You know, life happens. We're doing things. We're going from place to place. It's two hours, so you hear an hour of it live, and then you listen to the other hour on Spotify later. And um, you missed earlier. I I talked all about this. Uh, You know, I used his death as, as an excuse to... Or as a reason, as a justification. It doesn't need a justification. But um, this is uh, National Mental Health Awareness Month. May May is every year. And uh, I was mentioning that I've had my own struggles with with mental health issues. And 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 on my show, I've said the same thing. People know me. Same thing, man. We struggle. So I, 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 I talked about this. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was very tragic. He was only 41. And we don't, it hasn't been verified that this is his cause of death yet. Right, But right. It, it's very telling that his bandmates posted what they yeah, posted. Yeah, and it, it's, it's a bummer. And like I said, I mean, you know, I, the, you know, the band The Last King, who I've had on my show a bunch of times, they're actually going to yeah. come in the studio probably the next couple of weeks and hang out. Um, young band, they've, they've done major tours. They've opened mm-hmm. up the Palladium and all these big, they're, they're, they're awesome, awesome band. Yeah. You know, they were huge, and they were huge. Because uh, I grew up with Pete, who's a drummer of a band called Havoc, thrash metal band out of Denver. Yeah. He, uh, they were on tour with Black Dahlia Murders, and, oh. you know, it just sucks. I mean, it, it sucks, but here we are. Yep. We made it. We made it. You all listening made it. Yes. So let's do the right thing. Yeah. Let's let's pull the band-aid off. Yep. It sucks. They yeah. suck. Life sucks, but you know something? Music has never let us down. Never let us down. Without music, well, we just we keep forging on. The one thing I do want to say to kind of just go back earlier, because not everybody goes back and listens to the right. whole show. Somebody might have tuned in now, and they're just, you know, I'm just going to listen to the end of it, and then I'm going to move on and wait for Mike. Um, it, what, I, what I said to people is, uh, I just want to run through a couple things real quick. One is get help. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, tell your doctor, uh, yeah. your primary care physician. They're they're trained to deal with this. Right. And, and if they have can't, they, they'll give you a direction. If they can't, they'll yeah. they'll give you. And uh, you know, a mental health il- is illness is the same as any other kind of illness. Right. It, you know, it's not your fault. It's not your exactly. fault. It's exactly. not your fault when you get cancer or something right. like that. It's, just get over it. Well, yeah, you you don't just good. get over it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and don't be embarrassed by it. Don't right. feel like people are going to think less of you. If anybody does think less of you, then fuck them. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, 100%. your 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 loved ones are not going to. They're going to right. embrace you. Yeah, the going, ones who care will, will the, be there. Will, the, yeah. the ones who care will be there. And uh, the one other thing I, I I mentioned at the end though is um, if you feel that you're in a crisis, right. just dial nine one one. Exactly. Exactly. Just dial nine one one. There's there's always. I mean, Jesus. Trust me, my energy will be up. <laughs> this, this is this is just me getting in. Uh, you see how suntanned and burned I am. You are burned. You're it's, like it's, a lobster it's man. Been a, it's been a long, <laughs> been a long fucking week, brother. You can't see us, but I'm I'm like Martin Mull White and and uh, <laughs> I would have said Alan Alda. Alan Alda White. Look at and, him. He's and, white as hell. And Mike is as white as I am. Right. Yeah. And well, he's now, got now that I'm, he's got I'm, that white guy first. Sunny day of the year, <laughs> red. I'm, I'm borderline glow. like I'm borderline <laughs> Cambodian now, which is, I think is really no, nice. no, it's, it's a nice, no. it's a nice complexion. No, Ca- Cambodian is, is is like a is like a tan. You're you're like uh, you're like a beet. Yeah, you're, you're red. Hey, beets are healthy though. Beets are healthy. Yes, and beets, beets are also are for um, red velvet cake. So, oh, I didn't sweet. know that. That's where the red comes from. The beets. Oh, juice. really? See that? Wow, I learned not something. Not only not only do you get the psycho huh. of the takeover on Friday nights, so yeah, we've read about stuff. But you also get informative food facts. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's all I got though. Okay, <laughs> I thought I interrupted you. I don't know if you were going somewhere else. No, but, I wasn't. Uh, I, okay. I never go. I never have a direction. That's why yeah, I, you yeah. you said a little while ago that you know having your own show, which is I mean share the air at Wave Radio Boston. Share the air. Um, we can kind of do what we want. Yes, I never yeah. had a direction. I, I played Tony Joe White, this Spud Spider, Stud Spider, which had really it doesn't really quite fit in with my oeuvre. Is that the word you say? Anything can but, fit in if you make it. But oh man, I just love that song. I might play Barry Manilow tonight. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> I might throw. Go for a, it. I might throw. What I might do is uh, uh, there was there was a former station in mm-hmm. the Boston area that's no longer a station. Mm-hmm. I actually posted on my Instagram that I'm just not over it yet. That it looks so yeah. different. I won't say the name right now, but maybe I'll no, say it later. No. Um, they used to do a like a. Um, I don't want. I don't want to say too much without relieving information of that I can't say. If you called in, yeah, and give a donation, yeah, they'd play whatever you want. Oh, and that would go towards a charity. Oh, good, good. Okay, I'll tell you our favorite. All right, like I said, I don't want to say too much because it's yeah. you know yeah. Well, that's nice. I thought they were, they were just going to pocket it. No, that's good. I would, I would love to do something like that. Yeah, and I will pocket the money, <laughs> which will then go to Wayne to Boston. But I think I might do that one show. Would just have an open forum and say, you know what, whatever you want to hear, this right. is the, this is the takeover. Whatever you want to hear. Right, right, right. As long as it's on the Slayer catalog. <laughs> Hey, Slayer works for everybody. Exactly. Do you ever see that billboard, um, the meme? Uh, so, there was a billboard somewhere in the South that said, God listens. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, yes, I Somebody have. spray painted on it, to Slayer. To Slayer, yes, that exactly. Is, that's, that's why we God have the internet. Yeah. That, is yep. why, that is why the internet is there. I hear Rain and blood! That album is, is a masterpiece. It it, it, it's an absolute it masterpiece. It's in my top ten. Oh, I gotta say real quick, then you can go back to music. Yes, sir. I'm not gonna interrupt your whole show because oh, I, okay. I gotta get my shit ready. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So I don't know if you've heard this, and I think because your show is hugely informative and it's kind of all over the spectrum. Yeah. They oh, have thank a, you. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> mindlessly agreed to it. Yes, of course. I million I am. dollars. Do you want it? 
Um, Spinal Tap is getting a sequel. I saw that. I don't yes. know if you said that. And, but and Ro- no, I didn't. And Rob Reiner's going to direct it. Yeah, and it's it's the old. And it's I, amazing. I, I read the premise today. I don't know if I if I mm-hmm. should say it or you want me to say it, but please, I it, I'm curious what it is. So uh, Tony Hendry, who was I think mm-hmm. Ian, he was a manager on in the movie. Mm-hmm. He he did pass away I think a few months ago in real life. Yeah, and who was also National Lampoons. He was yeah. part of Lemmings, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, huge writer from England. Yeah, insanely funny. So he was their manager, and he in the premise of this of this movie is that the guys haven't talked, Spinal Tap hasn't talked in, in years. Right. Well, to, um, Ian, I think it's Ian, his name in the movie, the manager passes away. Yeah. And his wife, who the widow, takes over the the all his stuff that he had, the things he manages, and one of the things he should like found. Wendy Deal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Um. Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> send Yoko, a hologram like out Yoko on Yoko Ono, kind of. Yoko Ono. Yeah. Screaming to the jug, Yoko. Um, <laughs> we won't go there. God, I hate her. Uh, so she, I guess the the wife has taken over the contract, and she finds that Spinal Tap owes them one oh. more show, and they're playing it off as they're old. Yeah. They're gonna play it up, which I think is awesome. You can't. Yeah. It's like doing a sequel and going, they're not. They're old. Yeah. But they're yeah. gonna play it off like we haven't played in years. Yeah. I was re- I was reading it this morning having oh. coffee at five thirty and I was laughing. That is too reading funny. Reading what they're gonna do. Oh, I, I can't wait la- then. I, I can't it wait. Was, it's not many sequels I look yeah. forward to because I love Spinal Tap. Anybody who's just, of course, a metalhead like us. Yeah, yeah. But any music, any genre, yeah. that is the complete satire of any band. Oh, in the history they, of bands. The, they, boy, did they nail it. That <laughs> that movie is just fantastic. And you don't even have to like metal to watch that movie and just exactly. love it. I mean, you might not get all the jokes. You might not get the fact that. Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath really had the Stonehenge moment. They really, that really small, happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. right. Um, it was just the opposite. Stonehenge. It was the opposite. <laughs> of the little Ronnie. I, I, I can't do the impressions of all the Spinal Tap guys. But no, this, yeah. no. I might play them tonight. Actually, I might play some Spinal Tap tonight. I heard somebody play them one time. I don't know if it was you or not, but somebody played them once that I heard on the it's station. Good me. Yeah, I have the uh, whole, I have the whole catalog in there. Yeah, cool. It's yeah. a fun album. It, it's, it, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. If if I could make a request, I I like um, Big Bottom. That's what usually you play. All right, cool. Big Bottom. Let's get. <laughs> let's go play. So let, let me play some yes. music here. Yes. Let's see. Um, I have no idea what's up next. Uh, That's looks what makes like, it so much fun, though. Looks like Les Chefs. Hey, Surf Rock from France. I'm gonna take this off.
scale It looks like I got a tiger by the tail I've got a tiger by the tail It's plain to see I won't be much when you get through with me well, I'm losing weight and turning mighty pale It looks like I got a tiger by the tail Mike, so we started that set with uh, the French surf band Les Chefs, and that was Ace of Spades, but it was not Motorhead's Ace of Spades. <laughs> How dare you? As I'm sure you could tell. How dare you? <laughs> Tease me with that. That's okay. I know. I'll play I know. Later. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. Are you gonna start with them? I usually try to, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I see the the first song I play is always a toss up. And Motorhead's the house band. That's yeah. a takeover house band. I always play a Motorhead song yeah. at some point in time for the night. You started with Judas Priest. It was either the last week or the week before because, because of the, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say I had a part in that, but I believe <laughs> because I, I love the Hall of Fame. I said last yeah. week, I'm a big respect for the Hall of Fame. I think they do great things. They do great things. Great, great things. I'm, I'm waiting for the lightning bolt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I hate the Hall of Fame. They know that. Yeah, yeah. I hate the Grammys and Hall of Fame, but whatever. Yeah. Um, after that, we had the Waco Brothers and Tiger by the Tail. And then we had uh, we had an interesting song. I love the title of it. Are you gonna be there at the Lovin'? 
Are you gonna Are you gonna be there at the Love In? I'm always there at the Love In. It's from 1967. I've heard of 69. <laughs> <laughs> See, you have me on, and I completely just sully the whole show. I'm I now realize you had a great show ways. until I showed up. Yeah. So so that band was the Chocolate Watch Band. Mm. Okay. And when I heard that, I th- I thought of uh, the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's time for a tooth fill. Yes. And Get I was it. thinking, what other bands uh, watch were chocolate. named after food? Hmm. Oh, man. I, See, I'm cheating because I have some written down here. That's all right. But some of them are obscure. There was a band in the 60s called the Peanut Butter Conspiracy. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like I vaguely heard of them. They have a song called No Allergies. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have food allergies in the 60s. We didn't feel allergies in the 80s and 90s and 2000s until yeah. the 2010s came along. It was weird. I met, I met a guy who came uh, moved here from China, and he's like, what's up with all the food allergies? We don't have them in China. But do we really have allergies in this? Oh, I don't know. Well, I can't. There's things I can't eat because I get sick. So I don't You get know. sick? Yeah, it's not. I get migraine headaches. Like, I can't right. eat. I can't have MSG. I, I'm out for two days. Really? Yeah. It just. Did your wife oh. cook with MSG? She does she doesn't cook um, with it. She she cooks American food. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, she doesn't cook the, the Chinese food. She said her mother always cooked, so she never learned. But she loves to go out for it, and she gets right, it right, from right. wherever, and I can't eat it. Hmm. Cannot eat it. I could not. Here, here's a funny little story I hadn't thought of. So, um, Anna, if you're listening, hi. Love you, honey. Uh, she, <laughs> she's like, why are you, you telling this personal <laughs> stuff about us? <laughs> Um, because well, I'm we on the radio and I'm, a, night and, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a DJ and this is what we do. Uh, how was Stern did look how he turned out? Who? How was Stern did look uh, how he yeah, turned out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we, uh, she's, she's originally from Hong Kong. She came here when she was little. Um, very, very Americanized. You would never know it uh, at all, but she was born in Hong Kong. And, um, when we got married, she, she said to me, she goes, would you mind if we had the wedding reception at this Chinese restaurant in Chinatown? I thought it was an awesome idea. I was in, like, like huh? not actual China. No, Chinatown in Boston. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, yeah. All right. Um, that was not China, a joke, by the way, anybody listening. Oh, Mike's making a joke. <laughs> I would have joke. loved to have gone to China. That would have been cool. I'll say, well, that's a cool, definitely that, a cool wedding story. But that puts a lot of pressure on the destination wedding. Thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I was already getting my Pittsburgh friends to fly to Boston. <laughs> Hong <laughs> yeah. Kong would have been a stretch. Uh, I so, know who true friends are. So it was funny. My wife thought I was making this big sacrifice in, in doing this, but uh, I thought it was a really cool idea. It yeah, was a lot yeah, of fun. Awesome. And my, my uh, family and friends who had never experienced uh, the, the Chinese wedding kind of thing, like she got married and we got married. She was wearing the white dress and it was, you know, right. in, in a chapel and all that kind of stuff. But then we went... Chinese after that. She changed into the Chinese dress. And what everything. year did you guys get married? I changed into a Chinese dress. <laughs> nice. Um, Come on, Elf. I, well, these like legs, Rus- you can't hide these legs. You look like the back cover of a Rush album. <laughs> yes, yes. Wait, what year did you guys get married? Uh, I want to say it was 98. All right, so the combat zone was still kind of in, uh, it was it was, off. It was yeah, right on the edge. Yeah, you could right easily had your ceremony, go to the combat zone. Right, You know, right. that's nice reception spot, go to right. a, uh, a theater. Oi. And uh, well, <laughs> right now, people are going. What's that? I, th- there's so all these it, tangents. Kids. There's all these tangents. Yeah. You know, we had between the, we we got married at at BU at the BU Chapel, and nice. then the nice. the wedding reception was at China Pearl in Chinatown, and there was a block of time in the middle where she was get changing into the Chinese wedding dress, and we were getting our pictures taken at the Boston Common and everything like that. So we told all Very our nice. yeah, awesome. we told all our family and friends we're like, this is great. We'll see you in a few hours entertain yourselves right you know and so my i had a lot of people from pittsburgh here and um they just hit the bars i don't know that they went to any of the clubs in the combat zone i don't know that <laughs> i don't know if i want to know 
But um, I wouldn't reception would have. By the time by the time the reception started at China Pearl, my side of my side of the room were making asses out of themselves. They were. They, <laughs> They, they were they were drunk. They were uh, yeah yeah. Uh, we're was, white people. What do you want us to do? Oh yeah yeah. We're white people. We're uncomfortable in, in, in Asian situations. They can kill us in one swoop of a <laughs> heel kick. So how did we get on this whole thing? There, I don't know. The oh, chefs. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how we got off on this tangent. See, you had, this is what happened. You invite me in, and it's oh, like I, a, letting a stray dog in. Yeah, we were talking about something, and then that led to talking about oh China. allergies. Allergies. Yeah, the food base. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my, my Thank friend God I'm here from, to rain you back in. My friend from China, he was like, we didn't have them back in China. Right, right. You know, um, there was something after that, too. We went somewhere after that, but I don't remember. I'm curious what other food band names, because I don't... Yes. I, I'm, I, I'm blanking on... And I probably know a shitload. I just can't think of them on the top of my head. Well, what I looked at is I was looking at contemporaries of right. the... Um, of the chocolate watch band because I, I was thinking was there a trend at the time and so i went online I, I like strawberry alarm clock came to me right away and i was like it'd be cool if there were a trio and i know there's a third one and i think there's something about peanut butter so i was glad when i found the peanut butter conspiracy but then as i was looking there were the electric prunes uh vanilla fudge you know that yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah great uh, the 60s right yeah carmen yeah. carmen a piece on yep yeah oh, no, carmen apice how does he say I Apacy, a piece. Yeah. Pea, oh, he's a piece. His brother is Vinnie Apacy. Right, right. And he's Carmen a piece. Right. And they're brothers. Right. And they yeah. insist on pronouncing it different styles. Different right. styles. And um, so, chocolate watch band, electric prunes, strawberry alarm clock, vanilla fudge, Moby grape, and the peanut butter conspiracy. But there is uh, a metal band. Lemonheads? That is the name of a metal band. That is oh. the name of a food, but they spell it differently. Hmm. And as soon as a new metal, as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, ah, shit, yeah. A new metal band? Like new metal, what, from the 90s new metal? Like NU, like that new metal? I or don't, like yeah, corn NU, NU. Corn? I mean, that's not. Corn. Yeah, there you go. Corn one. Yeah, that was Is fast. it really? Yeah, corn. Oh. <laughs> corn. <laughs> well, spelled different, but yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, corn. I think that, I think that counts as a, as a food, uh, food band name. Of course name. it does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, corn. Corn on the cob. Oh, we've gotten some uh, texts here. Uh, oh, one of my friends uh, said that while we were at that in-between time between the commons and our photos and um, and the Chinese restaurant, they went to Jacob Worth's. All right. And th I don't think Jacob Worth's exists anymore. That was a, a terrific, um, terrific pub, bar, restaurant. I, I really miss it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it, it's and that's the exactly the... Uh, the thing about Boston is that you they'll have these spots and you go, oh, it's so iconic. And they're gone. And they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's time. That happens. Uh, but it, it's frustrating. I really miss the rat. The rat's killer? The rat's killer. Yeah. really yeah. miss it. Yeah. I was lucky enough to go there, I think, drunk one night. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. Don't know who I saw, but I was there. Yeah. There's a picture of it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That place was insane. <laughs> the shows was, there were just insane. It was the CBGBs of Boston. Yeah. I, I honestly believe that every time, because there's so many places that are up for sale, and I always keep saying, Jesus, I would love to have a CBGBs or a rat cellar or just any right. spotless, dirty, nasty, grimy spot back and right. have a band come in and go, who are you? Or oh, were the Ramones? What do you play? Right. Like, we need that. Right. It's, I mean, we have tons. I play a lot of bands on my show that are up and coming that are yeah. kicking mm -hmm. ass but yeah. we need 
a place like that. You need those venues for them to play. You know, as you heard me mention before, I lived in Austin for a few years, and I was there, and there were legendary bands, legendary clubs there. One was Liberty Lunch uh, that just hosted so many big, important bands. It's now a skyscraper. Uh, that sucks. There was the Black Cat Lounge, which mm. just, it, it was such a destination place. It's now a dance club. Um, there was um, Marcato, uh, oh, what's that place called? Um, Flamenco Cantina, and I don't know what it is now. I think it's just some sort of Tony restaurant. Um, they're, they're all gone, and it's yeah. just heartbreaking. Yeah, there, there's uh, Continental a, Club's still there, which is awesome. There's a video um, on YouTube, and it's, uh, it's Muddy Waters playing at the, I think, Checkerboard Lounge yeah. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And like this thing south side of Chicago. And when he's sitting, if you guys are listening, YouTube this, if you get it, or tonight, when you just, of course, when my show's over. <laughs> um, it's so cool. It's like 15, 20 minutes long. But Money Waters is on stage, and I think he, I forget what song he's playing. His one of his, his many popular songs. Right. And he has his band behind him, all icons of the blues. Yeah. All icons. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden, like, you see, it's, it's such a small spot, and the camera is behind, like, a row of tables, like yeah. a banquet-style table, but they're kind of, they're not horizontal like yeah they're horizontal to the stage so you right. instead of having like stage and then i'm trying I'm, as i'm as I'm, I'm miming this to the people who are listening if you guys <laughs> i was can, just doing the same thing i, I was just using my hands I was ev- okay everybody talking like everybody, i'm an italian and i'm not <laughs> everybody listening watch this tables are here and if they're not so they're like they're they're lined up they you know they're, they're lined up they're like not the size of the table the ends of the table on the stage by facing out and you're watching the, the video and you're like oh it's kind of cool and um there's like two or three tables that are empty yeah about a five minutes in the video, he's going on. He's uh, I can't forget what song he was singing. And all of a sudden, the Rolling Stones come in. Oh! And they walked right across the tables and wow. they sat right down. And the 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 big and this is not an insult. And I'm not making a racial joke, but this is just her. And this is what I love about yeah. with Chicago. That's what I love about it. The fat black with the 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 headpiece on, and she's just has the apron. She's the bat. Pardon my French, everybody. The baddest bitch on the block. Yeah. Just the coolest looking woman comes out and she just gives a bottle to Keith. Yeah. Gives a bottle to Mick. Yeah. Gives a bottle to Ronnie Wood. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, there's no, she's like, well, whatever. Well, they're here, they're here. The Stones are here. They brought yeah. their entourage in. Yeah. And of course, then Mick yeah. was on stage. Keith go on stage. And it's this like, most iconic video. That oh, I'm going to have to look like that 20, up. 20, 25 minutes long. And it's so awesome. So we went to yeah. Chicago a couple years ago. I'm like, I want to go to the Checkerboard Cafe. Or the checkerboard oh, absolutely. Lounge. Yeah. Closed. Uh, One of the guys, see, like, they shut down. They had an issue. There was a, the, the new era of society yeah. kind of destroyed. I'm like, how did you not appreciate, yeah. Yeah. like, iconic spots like this? Like, I know you're closing for money, but Jesus. Yeah. We well, th- that's Sorry th- for the rant, but man. Yeah. Well, I, I have two things to say to that. Um, one, I'll say real, quick, real quickly, when you were talking about that story there, I was picturing the, the Blues Brothers and the scene with, <laughs> was it Aretha Franklin? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was, a, she was a waitress, I believe, in, in, yeah, in the she, restaurant. At the restaurant, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and she comes out and just belts out that I'll number. one whole yeah. chicken. Yeah. Two slices of that, white bread. That, that's, that's just classic. But, you know, that's something Ill-wood. about... <laughs> that's something about Austin. Austin became this really hip, popular place, and, and a lot of it, the reason was because of these clubs and the musicians, music right. capital of the world, live music capital of the world, I, I should say, and, and everything. And so it, it creates all this, this energy and excitement, and, and it draws all these people to it, right. and then all these people come to it, and they tear down all the stuff that brought them there in the first place. Sucks. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it sucks. It's a bummer. All right, back to the music. Wait, 
Hold on one second. I got I, I to find where my cursor is. I got the mouse in my hand. And I'm like, where did the, I got two screens here. Where's the cursor? Everybody listening to go, oh, is he I'm new? Like, you know something? The you cursor. have no idea what it's like to do this. You, that thing is fucking lost on screen. You, you know it does. What? And you, you're, you're like, you, see, I'm I'm here to kiss the boo-boo better. There's there's this weird uh, space between the two screens. It's and gap, I swear yeah. sometimes it it gets stuck there. It uh, takes a steady hand. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I don't see it on the screen on the left. I don't see it on the screen on the right. I'm waving it around on the tabletop, and it's it's there in the it's there in the ether. You've been arrested for waving around the tabletop. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step up the microphone. All right. Great show today. Thanks, Hope sir. you guys tune in tonight. The takeover seven o'clock. We're right after this show. I got some stuff to do. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. I have a kick-ass show lined up. But stay tuned. We're gonna cut more songs coming up. Yep. And then uh, we'll go from there. Cool. Thanks for having me on, buddy. You're welcome. Thank you.
Got some texts with some more food band names. Thank you, Bruce. We got Blamange, uh, Cake, the Raspberries, Wild Cherry. There is the heavy metal band Corn, And the most obvious one, I think, of all, Meatloaf. How did we forget Meatloaf? Uh, let me see here. So I just want to thank everybody. Uh, I'm going to be wrapping things up here now, getting ready for Mike's show at 7 o'clock. So please stay tuned for the, the takeover of Mike Lachance, the big boss. He's got a great show planned for you tonight. It's going to play some really awesome heavy metal, as he always does. Um, that last song that I played there was Weird Al Yankovic, and um, that was uh, the song Lame Claim to Fame. It was from his 2014 album, Mandatory Fun. One of the reasons I wanted to play that song is it's a spoof of a Southern culture on the Skid song. Uh, their song, Camel Walk. And as you know, I play Southern culture on the Skids all the time. Didn't play them tonight because I was playing Lame Claim to Fame. But um, you know you've made it as a band when Weird Al does a, uh, a spoof of your song. So to all my uh to all my regular listen listeners thank you thank you thank you to my new listeners welcome welcome to rick's rock shop please come back next week um this is this is the way we do things here we have a lot of fun we play a lot of really great upbeat music we play surf we play garage we play psychobilly and rockabilly and cow punk and we keep it we keep it moving and um i'm just going to close out it's kind of become a tradition of the show we play some japanese surf rock this is Takashi Taraki, and this is his song, Sugura Hanagasa. <laughs> 